So, uh, I recorded this like a few days ago and uh, I had a lot of energy. Um, a lot was happening. I just needed to get all the words out. Um, I'm, I'm just not going to listen to it. I don't feel like editing it. So, um, yeah, you get you get what you get. You get you get it. This is it. It's happening. Okay, bye. Oh, sorry. Hey, friends. <laughs> Dropped my phone. Uh, yeah, I'm recording on my phone. Um, cause I don't I don't have equipment right now, but that's fine. It'll eventually come. Um, hey, friends. So, um, yeah. Last week, really hard. Um, it's, uh, this last, last year was really hard. Last month was really hard. It's been difficult. Um, but that's okay. Sometimes things get difficult. But, um, what's that saying? You've made it through 100% of your bad days. If you're listening to this right now. Um, if you're not listening to this, then maybe you didn't. And you didn't make it through. But if you're listening... You're fine. Yay, we're here. We made it. Okay. Um Hi. So so uh thank you for tuning in to uh Manifesting Mari. Um I am she, I'm Mari, and I'm I'm manifesting myself. Whatever that means, I don't know. These are buzzwords, so we use them because they're trendy and um yeah. Um, <laughs> um, also, I, I adhere to the fact that we're constantly manifesting things, whether consciously or unconsciously in our lives, um, through our actions that are fueled by our own thoughts and emotions. Um, if that makes sense to you, great. If not, I, well, I guess we'll get into that. Um, oh, you know what it's like? It's like, y- y'all seen WandaVision? Like that. But I, I don't want to say anymore because I don't want to spoil anything. But if you watched it and, um, yeah, like that, uh, consciously and or unconsciously creating um, all the time. Um, where am I? Uh, sorry, I have a lot of thoughts. A lot of messages have been coming to me. A lot of revelations, a lot of realizations. Um where do I start? I guess I'll start by saying that, number one, I realize that um, whenever I get into a new podcast and I start listening to them all the time, I start taking on the cadence of those host or speakers. Um, and uh, my sound might change or my inflection might change or, like I said, my cadence might change. Um, that's just because that's the only thing I'm listening to. Um, right now it is, uh, a podcast called Soberish by a comedian called, uh, called, yeah, I guess she's called just a read. Um, yeah, it's talks very much about like multidimensional, um, aliens, higher self, um, uh, hacking reality. This is all just a video game. Um, I would assume that if you're listening to me or if you're my friend and we talk about shit, um, 
you already think that stuff is cool or you already see that kind of happening in your life. So, um, yeah, I would suggest this podcast, Soberish, and also her other podcast, Awakening OD. Um, she doesn't know I exist, and I'm just, you know, shamelessly promoting her content because I really like her jush. Like, she talks a lot about, like, us creating our own form of not necessarily socialism because I don't want to say socialism because people are so scared of it um but you know just people fucking helping people that's it fucking people helping fucking people people fucking help people fucking no sorry um the the fucking word is in the wrong spot (laughs) just people helping people just hey if you have and you can give and you want to give great Um, If you don't have, don't be ashamed to ask for help. Um, That was a big thing that I had to learn. Um, You know, I guess uh, I I felt like for a long time, a lot of things just, um, you know, I was in a privileged position to have a mother and father who worked very hard and provided things for me without me even asking so I just expect that from the world and that comes from my own privilege and I recognize that and um, other people don't have that kind of experience where they have the experience that no you need to work for all your own shit every single thing and yeah that is a fact Um, that's something I actually realized when I was younger like I remember being 16 and I got my first job I remember my dad, oh, bless his soul. I remember my dad, he was like, why do you need to get a job? Like, if you need money, I can I can give it to you. Meanwhile, my dad already was working his ass off, paying for the house, paying for cars, this and that. And I'm like, dad, like, you already take care of so much for me. Like, if I want to buy dumb shit, if I want to get my hair done, if I want to get my nails done, like... I shouldn't ask you for that money. I think that's stupid. If I'm doing something eternally selfish, you know, like, I should use my own goddamn money. (laughs) Um, So, eventually, I I got, I know this is going to sound, because I'm a brat. Okay, that's fine. Let's admit it. Um, I, I, I became resentful for all the things that my parents were doing for me to help me be a human and you know um because they loved me um (laughs) and you know I became resentful because I was asshole teenager slash 22 year old person um yeah I kind of became resentful because a lot of the times I felt like I felt like um there was this obligation to give back Simply because, like, sometimes my parents would do the whole, well, look at everything we're doing for you and expect me to have, you know, and then then I would feel obligated to do whatever it was because they were providing for me because they loved me. But, man, that's kind of fucked up, right? Like, saying, look what we're doing. I didn't ask for that. Well, you know, in the past conversations, we've, like, you know, said... We asked for this existence, whatever. But, like, physically in this 3D realm, Mari Tesmolari, this avatar, never went to her parents and said, Hey, I want you to pay for this for me. Because. 
because I'm alive and I chose to be here as your child. So you have to pay for me. You know what? Thank God they fucking did. Thank God they chose to keep me alive <laughs> and keep me in their care, you know, um, but then, you know, like as an asshole teenager slash early 20 year old, I, I felt this strange obligation and I didn't I didn't like that feeling of obligation. I guess it was getting confused with like other things in my life that I felt obligated to do, like capitalism. And, you know, it all got I, I the anger and resentment in my heart. It's like, who is it really geared toward? In reality, it isn't geared toward my parents because I love them and I'm so appreciative for what they did for me but you know they were adhering to a patriarchal capitalist lifestyle and view of life and that didn't make sense to me so I was upset that they were making me adhere to that shit that doesn't make sense to me to this goddamn day um how did we get here oh um so I became resentful, but then I forgave them. Uh, not forgave them. I kind of had to forgive myself. Um, because, you know, I realized my parents are, you know, they they did that shit whether they felt like it was out of obligation or not. You know, they, they did it, and I'm appreciative that they did do it. Um, and the, it is, like, number one, the taking care of me, and I guess number two, the actual it to bring me into this world. So... Thanks for fucking mom and dad. Um, that's weird. Okay. Um, let's see. I, I wrote a whole list of things to talk about, but of course I haven't been talking about them. So, um, all right. So first of all, I want to start off by thanking the one person, uh, I'm gonna shout you out Ashbo, cause thanks girl, who texted me and said that they really liked, um, one of the episodes, and thank you for listening, I love you so much, like, sincerely, girl, love you, um, and also, like, getting feedback lets me know that, man, I made it, um, and by I made it, not, like, I made it to, like, a certain, like, height or fame or whatever, I mean, like, wow, I'm, I'm happy to know that other people are listening to this podcast, so I know this isn't all just a weird fever dream, and I'm actually just, you know, suffering from COVID again, um, cause that sucked. Um, okay, what's the next word I have on my list? Darkness. Yo, shit's been wild, man. <laughs> Period. Shit's been wild. Um, so, uh, you know, I've, I've been going through it, um, uh, a lot of different things. Uh, I I ended my engagement um, back in October of 2020. Um, and, you know, that really sucked. I don't think I really talked about it much. But, um, hey, if you hadn't known, now you know. Um, if you're listening to this. And, um, yeah, so I just... I realized that I held on to a lot of guilt, a lot of self-doubt, a lot of undeserving feelings, and um, they were getting in the way of me truly being a real partner for my fiancé, and it kind of, like, it really, like, I, it made me see how toxic I was being. Like, I was, I will say it, I was being so toxic, so, so, um, 
I was just projecting all of my shit onto my partner and it's like, God, I'm, I don't want to, I'm not that person and I don't want to be that person, you know? And I, I understand that I can be that person with, depending on who I'm with and, you know, where I'm at in my life. And it's just like, I, I, it no longer felt good to be in a relationship. And, um, you know, unfortunately it had to end and, you know, um, I know this is going to sound fucked up, but I felt bad. I felt more, I felt more bad. Like, I don't really feel bad that it's ending, but I felt bad like that I hurt somebody I cared about in the process of it ending, you know, like it sucks. I know, you know, I think we really tried hard to be with each other and it just no longer made sense, which sucks. But, you know, I, I love my, my former partner so much that like, I, I know that like, man, if I knew he was in a relationship with someone like me, the way I was treating him, the way I felt, I'd be like, get the fuck out. But, you know, I feel like at times I was telling him, like, why are you still with me, this and that. But, like, you know, I thought I, that's my own undeserving shit. Of course, I deserve to be with somebody who loves me and cares about me, X, Y, Z. But it's just like at the end of the day, like, if I'm not looking at myself and being as loving, as compassionate, um, and and I don't think I'm deserving, then it's just like, that's not fair for my partner. I'm just going to end up being a vampire to them. And that's what it was. Like, I was just seeing this person wither away and getting, you know, being triggered into his anxiety. And, like, I would blame him. I'd be like, why aren't you more positive? Ugh. So then I also saw my toxic positivity. God damn it. And it's just like, I man, I had to unfollow a lot of like spiritual life coaches and shit on Instagram just because I was just like, ugh, I'm sick of positivity. <laughs> like, I'm sick of it. I don't want to be that. Uh, like, you know, there are times where, like, yeah, it sucks right now. It sucks. And I realized that, like, a lot of times I was making, like, I would look at my partner when he was being sad or miserable and saying, you know, all this bullshit that I, I've always said where it's like, this is just a video game. Why can't you just this? Just view it in a different light. You're not looking at it differently. You're not da-da-da-da-da-da-da. All the things he's not doing. Well, meanwhile, it's just like I'm not validating the experience that he was going through. And because I wasn't validating it, it made him feel crazy. And it just sent him into anxiety. And it's like, that's fucked up. Like, I... Oh, wow, I really treated a whole human being who I say I love and care about like that. Ooh, bitch, you better watch yourself. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, and that's the thing. So I've just been really looking at the way I view relationships. And and, and that that's the thing that comes from how do I view myself, you know? Um so that happened in October, and then literally right after that, I got COVID, which fucking, listen, COVID itself sucks, but the fact that I had to quarantine with the person who I literally just broke up with, like, it was just, oh my god, why, like, what a trial and tribulation that was. Um, I feel so bad for 
my ex, like, I treated you like shit, and I was just a shitty person, and, um, I am, like, I, I am sincerely sorry, I really am, like, it just hurts my heart that, like, I treated someone like that, it's just, what a fucking idiot, like, um, so yeah, got the COVID, got better, um, and then in December, my dad passed away, um, he was just, like, not gonna be here anymore, um, oof, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get a little choked up, um, so yeah, um, so my dad passed away in December, and it sucks because I love him so much, and, um, it's for, you know, the past few years, me and him haven't had a great relationship. Just, well, it's not that we haven't had a great relationship. I love him. He loved me. Um, but I I realized a lot of things that, you know, at the end of the day, our, our, our parents are still human beings. And they do things that they, they feel at the time was right. But really, they're just their own person going through their own experience and their own struggle. And that can affect us in ways that we may not be conscious of, um, you know, and then one time, at one point, maybe you do become conscious of it and be like, oh, like, my dad was just, you know, my dad tried really hard to have a happy family in the context of what he thought happiness was, which was abundance and wealth. And, um, you know, sometimes I think, um, a lot of the burden that he chose to carry because I also loved my dad so much. Like, I wanted to help him carry that burden. Um, but I think it was just, like, at the end of the day, like, I, like, I can't fix my family. I can't fix my father. I can't fix my mom's or my brother's or anybody else's um, problems. That's not my job. I'm literally not paid. I can't even fix your problems. Like, I literally can't. Like, I could give advice. I could be as helpful and loving and, you know, accepting as I can. But, like, I can only give advice if you ask for it, you know, but like, I, you know, I feel like at one point I started to kind of, I had my own awakening, I started to wake up, I started to see the world differently, and like, I, I saw the struggle that my dad was in, and I was trying to tell him like, hey, like, you don't have to struggle, but, you know, he was going through his own experience, and I couldn't validate that for him, because I don't see capitalism as real, uh, that's my own toxicity right there, but yeah, um, so that it, it kind of it kind of created a strain on our relationship because, you know, I, 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 I don't know if it was my own projection or whatever, but I felt like my dad wanted me to fix his problems for him, um, which like there's this thing, right, where it's like, I don't know, it's like an Asian thing. I hear it with a lot of Asian families where that's like, oh, if you want to be loved, have a child. If you want to be taken care of, have children. Your children will love you when you're older. Your children will take care of you when you're older. And it's like, yeah, like, I'm down for that. But also, it's just like, why set that up as an obligation for somebody? Like, your children don't owe you shit. <laughs> they, uh, you know, and that's coming from someone without kids. But like, 
I don't know, be the adult. Like, they really don't. Like, your your kids aren't there to make you happy. Your kids aren't there to take care of you. Your kids are just there. And if they want to take care of you, awesome, great. If they don't, then let, you know what, that's their own thing. And if that disappoints you, then shit, that sucks, you know? But I, I've certainly felt that growing up, and that's something that's really big and prevalent, especially in the F- Filipino community, that it's like, you have to take care of your parents. And it's like, but I couldn't even take care of myself. So, you know, financially, I was basically still dependent on my parents. Um, I still kind of am, like, I'm trying to liberate myself from that, you know, um, and become financially independent, financially free. But, like... You know, there were a lot of emotional problems where I just felt like I should be here to solve these problems for my parents. And it's like, bitch, that's not your fucking job. You are their child. You are their daughter. You're not their therapist. You know, and I guess I had to distance myself for my own healing. And, you know, and then COVID happened. um, And then I really had to distance myself. So I, I really wasn't, you know... It was difficult for me to take the opportunity to create a new relationship with my dad um, with all the new things I've learned about myself and my relationship with him, you know. And um, it's just very unfortunate. And it does make me sad that we used to be very close when I was younger. And, you know, we just grew into... I grew into a person that, you know, it was hard for me to be around him because of the way he viewed life and the way he talked about things, you know. Um, Whether my dad was a good or bad person, I really, I don't, I can't tell anybody that. But um, for some people, he was a great person. For some people, he wasn't. Um, All I know, he was my father and he loved me and I love him, you know, and I accepted him for his... For the human experience that he had. And, you know, I'm still working out a lot of these things. So, um, you know, my father's death really allowed me to see the kind of relationships that I have in my life. And it kind of, like, I got this message, whatever. I don't want to use that word, but that's really what it is. Like, at the thought where it's like, okay, well, it's time to declutter your life. Like, there were so many people who were in my life out of obligation, like, especially family members who only treated me like shit. Like, (laughs) who were, like, mean to me, calling me fat growing up, like, making fun of me. Like, all these people in my life who I felt obligated to keep and obligated to love and give energy to simply because they had the last name of, you know, they had Maliari in their bloodline. And it's just, like, that's a lot of energy towards somebody who, when you're around them, like, you just feel like shit and you just don't, you just don't feel like enough, you know, which is my own problem. That's not their problem. Um, That's my problem. So it's, like, it kind of allowed me to see that, like, okay, it's okay for you to keep your distance from these people. You don't owe them anything and they don't owe anything to you. That's just it, right? Like, like that they're living their own human experience, and that's fine. And I don't have to. 
Like, I, I kept, I felt this weird obligation of fixing, like, oh, making everybody feel comfortable, making everybody feel, you know, okay, like, kind of editing myself so other people wouldn't feel, you know, uneasy or whatever. You know, like, one of the simplest things is the whole, um, you know, you go to a family party and somebody goes, oh, you remember your auntie, whatever, or your uncle, whatever. And then like, you just pretend you remember them just so they don't feel bad. And it's like, no, fuck you. Like, I remember, you know, by, you know, by the time I turned 20, I was over that. Like, if my parents introduced me to someone, oh, this is your auntie, da, 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 or your uncle, da, 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 da. I'd be like, oh, I'm sorry. I really don't remember you. How are we related? Because who are you to me? I'm sorry. Like, I don't know you. I'm not going to pretend like I do. And if that hurts your feelings, like, I don't know, maybe send me a birthday card every month. Every month? <laughs> every year. But, you know, you could also send me a birthday card every month. I'll accept that. Um, but, yeah, so, uh, you know, I, I guess I kind of realized that I was, number one, I realized I was a fixer. I am a fixer. Like, I, I like I want to fix things and make people feel good about themselves and this and that, which is, like, why I read tarot, you know? But also at the same time, like, I can only meet people where they are and I can only meet people from where I'm coming from, right? And sometimes it clicks and sometimes it doesn't. Not some shit I just got to fucking deal with, right? Um, so, yeah. So, since December... It's just been, like, a learning pro. Like, now it's just... I feel like I'm really getting to know myself um, on a different level just because, like, I, I... I didn't really realize how much I used other people and solving other people's problems and taking care of other people to, like, not really take care of myself. And, you know, I, I have this, like, codependent relationship with people where it's, like well, I'll take care of you if you take care of me in these ways. And it's just like, that's not, that's not it. You know what? It may have been it at a time, but right now it's not it. Um, I want to be able to take care of myself in order for me to be there and show up for others, you know? Um, because I do want to be there for others and I do want to show up for others. But it's like, if I'm a fucking chaotic mess like how can I even study myself and be stable for somebody else who's going through that you know so um what's another thing I guess uh I have gripping onto light and positivity yeah I guess that you know that was a big thing I realized I was just like I guess because like I came from a point where I was just like all these good things were happening in my life and I couldn't realize it. I was so stuck in my own, like, negative self-doubt, negative self-talk, this and that, da-da-da-da-da. I didn't love myself. I thought I was worthless, da-da-da-da-da. It was coming from a point of darkness where I kind of, like, jumped into this opposite end of that spectrum where I was just like oh like I am worthy I am great I am this I am that which is like all of those things are true I am like part of this light and love I am I know that like when I say that that makes sense to me like I know that I'm a good person I know that I'm giving I know that I'm loving I know all of these things but also at the same time, like, I was, like, gripping onto those things and being, like, trying to convince myself that I'm a good person when really I thought I was so shitty. 
that's really what it came down to. Like, I felt like I was lying to myself. And a lot of times I would tell people, like, to say these mantras and you'll feel like you're lying and eventually you'll believe yourself. And it's just like, wow. Shut the fuck up, Maritas. <laughs> just shut the fuck up. Um, like, I, I started a podcast this time last year when COVID first hit just because I was bored and I felt like I should. And, uh, yeah, it was all about this, like, positivity, like, these, these I, I don't know if they're coping me- mechanisms or not, but I, I think basically it's like I was using it as a coping mechanism to not feel as bad about being a shitty person. Because here's the thing, yes, you are part of the light in love, you are part of this um, ether, you are part of this um, universal goodness that exists in everyone, but also at the same time, you have the potential to be shitty as fuck that is part of you we can be shitty and you know what there are going to be times where you're going to be the bad guy whether you want to or not whether you want to see it or not sorry whether you want to or not whether you want to see it or not you're going to be the bad guy in somebody's story that's a hard fucking pill to swallow for a people pleaser like me I fucking love making people happy I don't like it when people don't like me but now I'm getting used to the point where it's like if you don't like me, that's fine. You don't have to like me. I don't, I don't care. No, I care a little bit. (laughs) You see? Um, you know, um, but yeah, I was gripping onto this light and positivity and not really focusing on, you know, the darker side, the shadow self, these, these parts of me that, I, I I always said I, I thought they I needed fixing, but I don't think I really needed to fix them. I just needed to realize that they're part of me. And it's like, you know, let's see how we can work with this. Like, this is part of it, you know? And um, I could very well change my mind on this. None of this is 100%. None of this is solid. These are just things that I've come up with and make sense to me. And if it makes sense to somebody else, awesome, great. I love it for you. I love that journey for you because, like, I'm on that same one. And let's ride this motherfucking ride. Um, what else? Yeah, I, I don't know what else. Um, it's, you know, I guess, you know, things are just going to get really, real, really dark. Really, I don't know, really dark. I'm just going to be 1,000% my myself, who I am at this moment. And, uh, you know, that's all I can do, right? Um, I like making this podcast because I'm just talking to, I feel like I'm just talking to myself. And if somebody else wants to come into that conversation, great. If not great. I like this. Um, okay, I'm gonna give a reading. Because, like, oh, let me unplug this. Okay, I'm gonna give a reading because, like, um, I feel like I should. I don't know. Um, yeah, I guess I'll give this reading, and then I'll post the picture on my IG, um, this is just a general reading. This is whatever's going to come up. This is probably just a reading for myself. I don't know. Um, this is a reading for whoever needs to hear this message at this time. Um, yeah, if it resonates, cool. Take what you want. If it doesn't, then whatever. Okay. 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 All right. I'm not going to read reversals today because I just don't want to. Okay. Oh, maybe I should have read reversals. 
No, I'm not. Shut up, Mario Test. Just read. Um, okay, so in the center we have our Queen of Pentacles. To the left we have Queen of Wands. And to the right we have the Knight of Cups. Okay, so here's what I'm thinking for, uh, so the Queen of Pentacles, so we have the Queen of Pentacles in the center, so that tells me this has to do with creation, creating your own, um, physical manifesting um growing your like basically planting your seeds allowing to grow and reaping the rewards um pictured is a this is from my cat black cat tarot so all the beings are cats so um it's a cat on a throne made out of like hemp and wheat and there are coins in the ground and there are there's wheat um growing um, coming up and part of it has been already been reaped and there you can see bags of the wheat behind the chair or behind the throne and then some of it is still growing um so this really i think this has to do a lot with um what did i say i already just fucking said it um your your physical pentacles have to do with um money business creation physical creation um you know, you're going to start to watch things grow. You're going to start to watch yourself um, see more prosperity in your life. Um, and then to the left, we have our Queen of Wands. Um, so the Queen is somebody who's, like, naturally helpful. So, oh, we were just talking about, like, people who are helpers. Like, this is it. Like, the Queen is somebody who wants to help. And they're helping because, first of all, they have the ability to. They are not, like, it's not out of obligation. They're helping because they want to help. Um, there's this uh, being, cat, whatever, like feeding hummingbirds. Um, open palm, just giving. Um, and it's interesting because on the right side, we have the knight of cups where it is a knight on a horse and then somebody who's next to a stream um with an empty cup well the person next to the stream is has an empty cup and then they're looking up at the knight with the cup and they're offering to them damn okay so um for me personally oh, i'm just gonna fucking read myself it's just like um are you wary of accepting help from people? Do you feel like you're not supposed to accept help from people? Um, do you, are you worried about accepting help from people because um, you feel like you should be giving back? Do you feel like um, you have like trust issues? Like, ooh, I'm not going to like allow this person to give me care or give me help, give me assistance because, you know, now I'm dependent on them or, you know, they'll they'll make some kind of obligation, make me feel like I'm obligated to give back. Um, that's what I'm getting just from this night. Um, but a big thing that I'm really seeing is, um, you know, that could resonate with everyone. Uh, I, basically, what I'm seeing with this reading is that um, you're going to start to see your abundance grow and you're going to start to be able to give. You're going to start to be able to give from an unconditional, powerful place. Um in your life um 
you're going to be able to give to others. Um, but I also see this giving that you're doing as... Um, uh, what's the word? Not... not um, What's the word I'm looking for? Fuck. Basically, what I'm saying is, like, uh, you're, you're giving like this. You're giving like, hey, I have this for you. If you want it, it's, you know, I give it to you. And if not, like, you can do your own shit. And that's perfectly fine. You know, that's what I'm seeing. Rather than this, I give to you, so you need to give to me. Or I did this, so this needs to be fair. I, I'm not seeing that. I don't know why. I'm just not. I'm not. That's not what I'm getting. What I'm getting is, listen, I'm giving. I'm, I, I'll give. That's fine. I have this. I'm willing to give. I'm giving because I want to, because it's out of love, you know, whether it's selfish because it's making me feel good, whatever. I'm giving because I want to give. Whether you, Whether or not you want to take it is fine i guess that's this whole that's this right (laughs) that's this podcast i'm giving myself i'm being vulnerable i'm just you know doing this shit i'm putting it out there i'm putting my time and effort into this and you know if you take it you take it if you don't you don't um you know but i certainly certainly certain i certainly do see this um wariness about giving and taking you know you've been hurt in the past and you want to make sure you're not hurt again and and hey that's all right that's okay and you know you need to take every situation as it is not as other situations prefer 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 (laughs) other situations before were or what it could be in the future you know um yeah, I hope that made sense to people. Um, okay, the the Patreon. I'm still tweaking it. Um, I'll probably have a thing where you could get readings and stuff. Um, uh, maybe I'll fix it up tomorrow. I don't know. Um, okay, I don't know if there's anything else. Uh, again, thanks for listening. I really appreciate it, guys. Um, thank you guys for care- giving a shit. Uh, <laughs> excuse me. Uh, yeah. Oh my god, sorry, I'm burping because I'm hungry. Is that weird? Um, okay, uh, well, I guess I won't edit this. Or maybe I will. I don't know. You see, if you listen to Soberish, that's exactly the way Jessa Reed talks. And I'm just, like, morphing into her. Um, because I, like, idolize her now. Whatever. Jessa, if you ever listen to this. I'm so sorry you're listening to this. Um, yeah, I guess that's it. Um nothing else thank you guys uh i really i i love you thanks you're you're cool thanks for listening um if you're listening to this now or close to what i post this in actual time um uh, i probably actually do know you because you know who's listening to this podcast who doesn't know me right now um so i love you thanks and if i don't know you hey like uh much love bruh I don't know. What the fuck? Shut up, Mari Tess. All right. Me. Okay, well, I hope all of that made sense. Uh, Like I said, I'm not going to edit it. Um, Okay. uh, Yeah, if you want a... a reading, a private reading, uh, reach out to me. I'm just starting to do it and really put myself out there. So, 
um, you know, reach out to me. We'll figure something out. Um, I'll do general readings every here once in a while. And then um, Patreon is coming, you know, refiguring that out. I put it up just to put something up. And now it's like, nah, no longer resonates. Okay. Um, thanks for listening. Bye, guys. you've reached Mari. I am unavailable to take your call right now, so please leave your name and number and I'll get back to you as soon as I can. Thank you. Marites. Marites. Hi, it's your Auntie Mari again. How are you? You you know, I, it's very hard. I call you and um, I always get your voicemail. Um... I, you know, I know you're busy though. I know you have work. I know you have, you're doing a lot. So, you know, get back to me whenever you can. Um, you know, I'm just calling because your Atelen, she looked on, on your, uh, on, 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 what's that? The, the, on the, the, the Facebook? No. In, Insta? Instagram. Instagram. She looked under Instagram and she said, you're a fortune teller now. Oh, you're so, look at you, Marites, telling fortunes. <laughs> but you know, only God can tell us our future, okay? You know, I know this is just fun for you, uh, but it's nice. You know, that's fun. That's real nice. Uh, uh, you know, I just... I, I'm calling because, you know, if, you know, for fun, if you could just uh, ask ask the, the cards something for me, um, ask the cards if your, if your Uncle Pedro is still gambling, you know, your Uncle Pedro, I think he's hiding something from you, I'm not sure, but, you know, women's intuition, eh? That's why you you have the 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 fortune telling. Ha ha ha. Okay. Okay, well, I uh, tell your mother and uh, your brother that uh, I say hello and I love you all. Uh call call, call me back. Okay? Okay, I love okay, I love you. Okay, okay. Okay. Huh? Oh, oh, oh. Oh, Siggy. Oh, okay. Okay, goodbye.